What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. As always, I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. Coming at you with Motivation Monday. You know, I just want to say shout out to everyone who is tuning in every Monday and Thursday, you know, getting all that content because, you know, those are two great times in your week where you can learn, where you can grow, where you can be inspired. We upload consistently. We always make sure to get it done no matter what. You know, the episodes get posted at 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, you know, shout out to everyone who's been messaging us saying thank you so much, like for getting it out so early because, you know, those of you that are up at 3, 4, hustling, you know, you have something to listen to to start off that day. So let's kick off this week with some killer quotes. What do you got, KG? Yeah, so my quote is uh, quite simple this week. I was inspired after doing some check-ins this past weekend. And, uh, you know, I love my client check-ins because I feel like I can just set everyone up for success and just, you know, I love helping people if you can't tell here, but you know, it was a very simple one. So you can't out exercise a bad diet. You know, this has been one that's been said over and over again, but it's just, it's so simple. And I think I see, I see it happen so often. A lot of times people, you know, try to run themselves into the ground through cardio, through strength training. And while I do believe they're two of the most incredible things for you just overall, you know, if you're looking to change your physique, if you're looking to get a complete transformation, if you're looking to lose body fat and all that other stuff, like you just really have to pay attention. Like you just, you can't out exercise a bad diet. You can't focus just on training and then, you know, let your nutrition go to the ground. And I see a lot of people do that. And that's why I wanted to share this as just a friendly reminder. Hey, you know, let's dial it in. Let's keep track of your calories. Let's hit your protein. Like truthfully, that's going to make the biggest difference in overall change. Like yes, cardio is important. Yes, Strength training is important, but if I were to choose one that makes the biggest difference, it's 100% going to be the nutrition side of things, being in a deficit, eating healthier, making good choices, and that's my quote for the week. 110%. You know, time and time again, I get people reaching out to me saying, hey, you know, how can I look better? I think I need to spend more time in the gym. Like I love working out. I work out five times a week, but I just, I can't get eating going. So how can I do it without eating? And I'm like, you can't. Like eating is so important and it connects so many dots. It's not something to be overlooked you know this is something you want to be aware of and on top of because nutrition is something that you will control for the rest of your life right and as we'll get a little bit later in the episode like you need to have a good relationship with food you need to have understanding with food and you need to know just because one particular style or timing or whatever it may be works for someone else doesn't mean that's going to work for you and if you've been discouraged because you've tried that that's not your fault right it's just like saying you know some people love food and no matter what uh you know you you try and you're like this is gross i'm not into this type of food like i always try to get kyle to eat to eat onions and pickles and he just cannot get into it and it's the same thing though right like if he was trying to succeed with something he hated it just wouldn't work so you really need to evaluate your situation that's why we mention time and time again analyze your situation when are you the most hungry you know play with different things try a small breakfast a big breakfast uh you know different times more meals less meals you know play with styles and see what feels best cut off times and nights like diet is so important it's not something you can put off because if you put it off that weight can come up and it can be a lot of work to get it off you know people always say i don't want to do a big cut and it's like well very often it's paying for the sins of yesterday it's something you have to challenge yourself to do because if you're constantly eating in a surplus and you're having too much you're going to get bigger right so ultimately you know you just want to work on that diet and the thing too is it's a lot easier when you're eating good foods the more good foods you eat the harder it is to overeat i always like to say try and eat a thousand calories of spinach good luck you know have a thousand 
thousand calories at McDonald's, you could do that in your sleep, right? So, you know, having that mindset, remembering things like 80 20, it's just really powerful. And I love these simple quotes because these are things you can always remember, right? Like, I know people are like, oh, I want to go to this buffet and go crazy. I'll just do two hours of cardio tomorrow. And it's like, eh, you know, it's not really going to work. And then you're going to be hungry after that cardio, you know? So instead, it's just that attitude and that approach to everything that is just going to ultimately benefit you. So, awesome quote there. So, my quote is this life is mine alone. So, I've stopped asking people for directions to places they've never been. And that's from Glennon Doyle. And that is a like a banger mm-hmm. of a quote, right? Yep. Like too often, you know, everyone has advice on everything all the time. I'm sure with fitness too, you'll, you know, see that person and someone who's maybe really out of shape, hasn't been in a gym, done all these things. And they'll be like, listen, trust me, keto is the way you got to do keto. And you're like, what? Like what, what, how, how come you're not doing keto? You know, like how, why is this? Like, it's so funny how, you know, especially to the people that probably should be speaking the lowest, the least or speaking the least tend to speak the most. And it can be really tough. And there's a lot of different noise. And some people are more, you know, opinionated than others. But I know a lot of people can get worn down. And a good example of this, right? Like, is there has been like, a, you know, it's common for people to shame you for wanting to do more. If you're that person that wants to start eating healthy and going to the gym, you know, people might say, Oh, you're incess- obsessive. Why can't you have fun things? Even if you do have good things and you do have good balance, right? And a lot of that can come from insecurity. But I think that's why it's really important to create that plan, you know, to obviously be always willing to listen, always be willing to challenge, you know, what you think you know, um, because that's how you grow and that's how you learn. But at the same time, to trust your plan, to trust your path and not to get swayed. Because like we mentioned before, those people that they start seeing a lot of success. Um, you know, like even I've had a few clients that have crushed it with me and they go, I think I want to try something else. And then they go try something else and like it just goes off the deep end. You know, they're listening to some other person who may try and sway them with some crazy, you know, exciting, like only have 20 carbs a day and it just ends up digging into them. They're going to lose their results. It's not going to be sustainable. Like if it's not broken, don't fix it. And when you have that vision and that plan, trust it and don't get swayed by the quick excitements of you got to try this shiny thing or this new style or this celebrity like it's just not going to work can't be following magazines on how to live your life right like you got to have a structured plan and that's why this podcast we approach it from so many angles so you can really find out what's best for you and this is once again what we do in our coaching is we structure everything to be centered around how everyone can succeed and everyone is so different we all live in different places do different things have different likes and dislikes like you know it's hard to just really come up with a one-size-fits-all solution the truth is there isn't but when you have flexibility you can definitely narrow in and find what works best for you. Yeah, that was so well said. It actually got me thinking about like just how much information overload there is out there. And especially like, you know, for those of you who listen to podcasts, you know, YouTube videos, read books and you know, all that's like, it's really good to constantly be learning but you also do have to really be careful with like what you're taking in like even just you know josh got me thinking there with that quote of uh you know someone i was speaking to in the in our direct messages on instagram the other day and you know she was saying that she's heard a bunch of different things from uh you know just different different people within fitness and you know one of the biggest tips that i had there was just find a few people and this is for everyone listening find a few people you trust a few people that have you know you know, backed up with the studies and just, you know, who've helped. I mean, we've obviously helped thousands of people like find a few of them and that's it. You know, for some people they'll follow on Instagram, like 50 different fitness influencers, 50 different, like it's just, there's going to be too much of that. If you're listening to so many different things, you're, everything's always going to be contradicting. And even for myself, I found that when I would pay attention to every single thing out there and just every person, what they were doing now, you know, I unsubscribe to quite a few things, you know, I unfollow quite a few things. And I think that's where a lot of people have better success is taking those like two to three principles, seeing that it works and just running with it instead of just every single day, 
like you're going to get bombarded, especially on Instagram. Like you're following 75 influencers. One person's going to be posting keto. Then, you know, you see us posting about flexible dieting and then you see someone else who's, you know, just you know, taping their stomach with, uh, you know, these things to hold down the sweat and everything like that. And you're like, Oh, I got to try that. And like, you know, a lot of times we have to tell our clients, okay, stay the course. You've pained me for a reason. Just listen to us and you will get the results. And, you know, one last thing going into the thoughts, it got me thinking the other day, I was speaking to someone and, uh, you know, he had said, um, that, uh, you know, he started walking, uh, one of his friends lost a hundred pounds just from walking with a bag. Right. Um, and at first I was like, man, that's awesome. I guess you're putting some weight on there, you know, a little bit of resistance. That's great. And then at the end of the conversation, he started saying that he was actually putting a garbage bag around his waist and just like help helping him sweat more. Right. And I was just like, Ooh, like, you know, and, and one thing you have to think is like, correlation doesn't equal causation just because this individual started doing it with that bag and just started walking more his, his you know that doesn't mean that he lost the weight just be from using a garbage bag you know what I mean and like there's just all these things every day I'm like oh man you know these trends have gone away and then I have a conversation I'm like oh no they're still there you know no matter how much how many podcasts we put out there so what I'm trying to say is just like really look at a situation even when someone gives you advice even when someone says something you have to look at the bigger picture okay the person's probably eating healthier they started to make better decisions they're starting to eat more protein and majority of the time a lot of the principles are the same but then sometimes we see that one extra thing and then people focus solely on that i guarantee this individual didn't look at his nutritional patterns his workouts you know his actual walking and his actual movement and you focus in on that one thing that just seems to be a secret i'm like no dude you don't need any of this stuff just you know listen to our podcast and you'll be good to go so yeah just being honest and transparent like yeah, that's the only thing I had on the top of my head today for sure. Yeah, don't fall, you know, victim to shiny object syndrome. We've mentioned it before. Like marketing is made to try and, you know, have you break your mental fortitude of, ah, maybe I don't need to eat well, train hard and take care of myself when I could take a pill, right? Like, you know, it, it does default and it takes advantage of kind of our desire for things to be quick and easy. But, you know, I find your journey becomes better when you try not to make it quick and easy. And ironically, it does become easier that way, right? Like when you have that plan, when you, you know, kind of fall flexible dieting you still enjoy yourself you still have fun times but you find the best macros for you you have the most energy you feel rewarded from your workouts you feel like you're getting great sleep you have a community of goals like all these things build into each other and they'll really just keep you going right like it's just really going to apply a ton of fuel so that's something we definitely want everyone to be mindful of and i know we've touched a little bit on thoughts but got a few more killer thoughts to share here which will be really exciting so you know even adding on to my quote i forgot to mention this um this is one thing i wrote down i forget i think it was from a a video or quote or something but it was said that other people's opinions are out of your control learn to let go and accept not everyone will love or like you and i know like a lot of people get really really tough and like torn and kind of you know it, it bugs them when someone doesn't really like them or they're worried that they said something wrong or i know a lot of people they'll say something and they'll think about it for the next three days like, oh why did i say that or did this person judge me for that and you know i just loved hearing this because i thought it was cool like you you can do your best to be a good person and you know be a light to other people and smile and add value to them right but you can't control how someone responds you can be the best person in the whole world and someone going ah, i hate your face you know like it's just sometimes it's out of your control so you don't want to let that kind of live and guide your whole life right like you can't constantly be worried about like you know upsetting people or doing these things like it is good to work to be authentic work to grow work to be a kind you know loving person and we've even talked before about like going first like i was walking the other day and there's this lady um an older lady pushing her walker and she just looked so angry but i'm like you know she's probably not angry she's probably really fixated on just like walking and like it's probably hard for her to walk so 
I smiled at her and her face just changed. Like she popped up her posture fixed. She gave me the biggest smile, said hello and waved. Like, you know, cause she probably didn't think like I'm going to even, you know, address her, but it's so cool when you go first and you smile at someone, you wave to someone, you say something kind, how they can really light up and just do that back. So I just thought that was a cool way of putting at it. And that's just one really interesting thing I saw, you know, kind of come up and. Another cool thought I had that I think Kyle will love to add on because I know he's gotten back into reading the book Stillness that we've mentioned before. It's a killer book. I think I'm going to have to give it a reread. But, um, you know, I just wrote this down and I, I have this in my notes. and I'm like, oh, this is so good. And here's what I had. So you'll be amazed at how being present can turn you into a master communicator. When you're actually aware of your surroundings, all of a sudden you'll discover a burst of confidence. You can connect and talk to anyone about anything. To do so, spend time walking around unfamiliar places. I just thought it was a cool little extra thing because I have some friends that are amazing networkers. Uh, you know, me and Kyle have one friend, Andrew, and he's just awesome. And it's so cool. He'll meet anyone from any walk of life and he'll instantly start relating to them. He'll really care about their story and he'll say, I want to connect you with this guy or this guy. And like, it is really cool because it, it can be so tough. And I was even saying to Kyle, you know, it's easy to brush people off and say, ah, this isn't someone I'll see often. They probably don't have much value to me. Like, you know, whatever, like, let's get on with it. But it is really cool. Like learning just to really care about everyone and communicate with them and take the time to, to listen more than speaking. And I just thought it was pretty cool. So that's a little challenge I'm working on. Yeah, it's just honestly like so powerful. And, you know, every time I go off on these, you know, kind of little, you know, focusing on these books and podcasts and everything, it's just like it's inspiring because you you just really are like, you know, inspired to do more and just to, you know, implement even Atomic Habits. You guys heard us talk for a couple of weeks about that. And now I'm getting back into the whole, you know, stillness is key type of thing, rereading that book as Josh mentioned. But each time I feel like you learn something so different, but, you know, kind of working off of what Josh was saying there, just like simply looking to engage more and like even just like asking questions like I feel like you know there's a lot of different quotes like you know how you have two ears and one mouth for a reason and also even just past that how um you know just a lot of times you know when you end up talking you're saying things you know but when you listen you're actually like going to be able to learn something so I've just been trying to engage a lot there uh and kind of just take those into consideration but kind of going into my thoughts like working off of like just the whole like being like at peace you know just sitting there like being present like noticing what's going on around you even just just like there's one guy I was telling Josh today, like um, he was like on a like a dry spell, like in, in baseball. And uh, this was coming from the book Stillness is Key. And once he started to actually just focus on being present, they even said, you can't hit a baseball and think about other things at the exact same time like think of how fast a baseball goes so when he started to just be fully present he ended up just setting like a record for hitting like the most home runs because you know he was just actively engaged with what he was doing at that current moment and I always relate this back to the gym too even just like if my brain's somewhere else and I'm doing bicep curls and all this other stuff I think a lot of people struggle because they're doing something completely different or they're in a different place at the same time um, which obviously isn't going to fully work but you know the audiobook I was just listening to Living with Monks by Jeff Jesse Itzler, um, one of the things that he had mentioned, once again, you know, when I go down rabbit holes, I end up like kind of doing everything. So I'm reading the book and I'm listening to this thing. So it's been really cool. But he said 90% of our thoughts or our, um, are fears that never come to fruition. 90% of our thoughts or fears never come to fruition. That is not a great return on our investment. So I just wanted to share that with you guys, especially because all the time we have so many different thoughts. I think it's like some thousands amount each day. Like a lot of them don't actually take place. So when it comes down to it, those fears that you have and you know whatever's going on in your life, just realize that a lot of times it doesn't end up happening. So you just have to kind of consider like when these things, when these doubts come in, oh, I'm never going to amount to this. I can't do that. Like a lot of the times they're just, you know, I, I say fear 
fear stands for false events appearing real. That's one of my favorite quotes there. And uh, a lot of times, yeah, just, you know, realize that you got to be able to brush off your mind. You got to be able to push past and you'll be good to go there. Um, so that's all I had for the top of, uh, on the top of my head today. Yeah. Don't get a, you know, paralysis by analysis, right? Like it's really easy just spending time overthinking. I know it's easy to do, but a good way also to avoid this is being busy and just being so focused, you know, like when you have such a good goal and you're so hungry and you just feel like you have such a clear direction, that's when you probably overthink these things the least. So I find that's always a good reminder as well. But now we're going to jump into the client shout out. Who do we have? Yeah, so this week we have Adriel, uh, just absolutely amazing. Um, and yeah, just jumping into like, you know, his tips. Uh, it's been really cool to see him transform, you know, just come in and, you know, fully, uh, fully immerse himself, you know, uh, basically the biggest things I wanted to talk about were his, uh, were his tips, you know, every single week we post on our Instagram, uh, Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Um, but yeah, he's been working with Coach Jason and just been crushing it, right? A pound loss per week, but also building muscle at the same time. That's the thing a lot of people need to consider is, you know, it's definitely possible, like doing a body recomp, you know, just not like, if you look at the photos, he just looks like a completely different person. The upper bodies, you know, the chest is being brought up, the posture, the shoulders, like, you know, this was posted a couple days ago, but, you know, we're not finished yet and it's amazing. But his first two biggest tips were being honest with himself. You know, it's important to be as transparent as possible with your nutrition and workout intensity the battle is you versus you and I thought that was so powerful because, you know, I think a lot of times we can lie to ourselves and we can, you know, say, hey, I'm trying my hardest or, you know, I'm doing this. But in reality, it's typically not always the case. So if you can actually look at yourself and say, hey, what's going on here? You know, if even when it comes to nutrition, you can be like, oh, I had 2000 calories today and just kind of guess. Um, or you can actually be like, no, I actually had 2500 and I'm just, you know, kind of going off there. Uh, and number two is just be coachable. You know, let your coach do his job and learn as much as you can. Forget everything you know and be willing to take it advice, but the most important, apply it. And I thought that was, that was so amazing. So yeah, check that out. Amazing transformation is just going to keep getting better and better. You know, we have four different tips there. So make sure to, you know, head over to our Instagram. You know, if you are looking to get a complete transformation, that's the biggest thing, like not only just your body, but also your mind, your confidence, and so much more. We are looking, you know, we had a poll to see how many uh, people we could take on at this discounted rate. And we have four spots available currently. Um, and we're looking forward to help people just get the results they deserve, but not only get the results, but keep them. So send us a message on Instagram with the keyword complete transformation. We'll help you uh, just through nutrition, through training, through accountability, all that great stuff. We will help you, you know, no matter how many times you failed, we have the solution to be able to help you. And we're so excited to take on four of you awesome human beings. 110%, you know, we're, we're helping people change for a reason. We're here and, you know, if you're tired of overthinking it and not seeing the results you want and you want to level up. And our biggest thing is like, why not reach your full potential? You know, don't settle with okay, get great. Our whole thing is good to great, you know, over promise, over deliver. Like, Everything about this coaching program is structured to benefit you. It's just up to you to reach out and take that first step and see that change. So I really hope a few of you take advantage of that because I can't wait to help people get more results and to see you become our next shout out. So you can DM a complete transformation to us on Instagram to get that started. But now we're going to jump into the mailbag where we answer your questions. If you ever want to submit a question, you can go ahead and DM us on Instagram. We're more than happy to add, like answer that and, you know, make sure also we have it in our list or you can, you know kind of just submit it there we do have a website um, that it goes right to our email which can be pretty good so you can check that out as well that's in the description of course um, but into the first question so I'm at a point in my journey where I feel uh, where I'm finding myself with an unhealthy relationship with food I get worried to eat sometimes and can't seem to allow myself to try any new foods eat anything slightly bad etc any tips or advice 
So this is a really good question. Honestly, um, you know, I've, I've been through this as well in the past. I think we're just the biggest thing was when I started to put labels on food, such as like, this is bad for you. This is good. You know, it is, it is, here's the thing. You got to understand that there are, you know, foods that are just genuinely like good for you. Right. But the thing is like, when you start to kind of just label every single thing, you know, just like, okay, chocolate, I'm never going to be able to have that. I find a lot of times when people restrict, when they put labels on food, when they, you know, just when they have those things, like, you know, I'll hear this quite often, like, man, I'm never having that again. Like it can really mess you up. Right. So one of my biggest principles is just start to a lot, like welcome, you know, all foods into your diet. Right. And once again, that's not to say that you're just going to go off and have, you know, just ice cream and cookies and stuff all day long. But I do believe that once you start to switch that little, um, you know, get switch your mindset there, it ends up being a lot more powerful. So, you know, that's definitely one of my biggest tips. Um, it's it's going to be a process, right? You know, we know quite a few people who are like this and, you know, it is definitely is tough. It's kind of, I guess you could say like, you know, the unhealthy obsession with uh, eating well, it's called ortho or orthorexia. But, you know, essentially, like once again, it is really good to eat healthy, to eat food that just, you know, are going to help you out and stuff like that. But at the same time, like not allowing yourself to, you know, just go out and have like a, you know, a simple meal with friends, like stuff like that. We really want to essentially avoid. Um, another thing is, and this has helped for a lot of people is just challenge yourself like weekly. So I've had clients in the past where we'd try to make one small change to allow for more flexibility. Cause I do realize that you know, it can be quite tough, but at the same time, if you say, Hey, you know what, I'm just going to make one small change this week. Instead of having this, I'm going to switch it up here. Um, you know, I'm going to allow myself to, you know, go out for this specific meal. And that definitely is one thing that helped a lot as well. Um, and then the last thing I had is just like telling yourself that like, a lot of it comes down to your mindset, right? Just anything in life is like always like, what does your, what is your mind telling you kind of going off of what I said? It's usually not the best investment, right? Cause a lot of the things don't actually take place as I was saying earlier, but realizing that, actually like simply allowing yourself to have more flexibility to eat a little bit more if you're someone who just is eating 800 calories and we need to get you up to 1300 realize that long term it's actually going to help you out it's going to help you with your metabolism it's going to help you have more fun it's going to help you not just lose weight but also keep it off like there's so many different amazing benefits to having flexibility to try some new foods and stuff there's nothing wrong with like eating the same consistent foods but i think where it gets bad is just that you can't deviate like there's no way if you go on a trip you can't uh can't switch it up or whatever the situation is. So those are some of my biggest tips, but I find this is quite not as common as like people who overeat and stuff, but there are, you know, a good chunk of people who kind of struggle with that. And those are my biggest tips for today. Even just don't have an attitude of, you know, saying I need to get back to this point or I need to do better. Like being so fixated in the past is one of the worst things you can do with your relationship because you're constantly comparing, like maybe you're on for a point. Like I know a lot of people say I need to get back to it or I need to get back on it. And it's more so of saying like, you know, I just need to do what I need to do like you only have the present right and like getting so fixated on that and comparing yourself to a point where everything was in stride isn't always the best decision you know the goal is to eventually become better and the best way to do that is looking forward so maybe you've had a horrible week maybe you've gained some weight like instead say what can i learn from that where did i go wrong what am i going to change how am i going to start now to make sure i can do that and don't overlook the little things of that journey you know tracking your food you know analyzing when your bad points are you always go over when you go out to dinner how can you rework that can you never stick to your calories when you drink do you um, not cook enough at home or when you don't cook or grocery shop does it all fall apart like the more you can do that the healthier of a relationship you can have and one of the biggest things too i find i really encourage a lot of my clients with is if you struggle 
when you feel like, you know, sad or you feel overworked or overwhelmed with just getting food, try and replace that. I know it's not easy because food is easy because endorphins, but if you can like find other outlets, going on a walk, stretching, um, you know, watching a show, getting a massage, like whatever works for you, you can definitely do that. And even myself, like a lot of the time I just like, you know, I just like, I want food, you know, it's going to make me feel good. Instead, I've been going on a walk and getting the endorphins for that. And I've been replacing kind of the negative of having excess food with the positive of being out on the walk and taking advantage of that, which is really, really cool. So those are some good ways, in my opinion, that, you know, you can improve the relationship and don't have the expectation of being perfect. I always say aim for perfection. Don't expect it. Like I'd like to be perfect, but I'm not right. And I make, I mess up clients, mess up all these things happen. And instead just learn from them and keep trucking forward. Just, you know, keep going. Going, right and uh you know it all will come right around yeah 100 percent. and like one last thing you know working off what josh was saying like one of my biggest things as well is like try to avoid making up for it if you like mess up you know i have these in quotations but i think a really bad relationship and you know i, I was explaining to one of my clients in the check-ins this, uh, this past weekend was just that like i've been there and i can relate like just i used to go to the gym and do an endless amount of cardio when i would go over by 200 calories i used to get to the point where i would if i went over calories um the next day I would start to decrease them and like let's say okay I went over by 400 this week or so, so tomorrow I'm going to decrease it by 400 and then the next day I was starving because I was like starving myself because I decreased it and it ends up being an endless cycle so the way that I classify a healthy relationship with food for me personally is just 80 to 90% healthy whole foods. I'm taking care of every micronutrient, my vitamins, like I'm hitting my protein and stuff like that. And I'm eating very well. Now, the other thing you want to consider is I truly believe being able to adapt, being able to go to a barbecue and look at something and be like, Hey, I can make this fit or I can try this thing and just not feel guilty. I think where it really gets tough is if someone goes on a trip and you just constantly feel guilty, that's where it gets tough. So that's the thing that we're kind of trying to work on here is just the concept of like, hey, you can still do really, really well and still have a little bit of fun foods. And, you know, ultimately that's where we want to get all of our clients. That's why we say every single person, we can have a social life. You don't have to just eat at a Tupperware or containers and just, you know, do this for the rest of your life. Like we want to build something that you can do every single day. And that's why uh, I thought this was really a good question today. Awesome. Now going into the second question, my gym has those body scan devices and it gives me all my info. How accurate are they? And are they a good measure of progress? Trouble sleeping? If so, you're not alone. I'm Ashley Lambert, host of the Fairy Sleepy Podcast, where you fall asleep fast to short stories and meditations and delta wave music. You might not even make it through the entire episode before you drift off to sleep. Fairy Sleepy, fall asleep fast. Good night. So yeah, this is a really good question. Like, Man, I mean, there's so many different tools out there um, to measure body fat, to, you know, just weigh yourself and all that other stuff. Now, I think sometimes people get too caught up in like the data, especially with like these gym type things. Like, I'll be completely honest, a lot of times they don't really know a ton of information about you, right? You know, you put in one or two, one or two things and then that's it. You know, we've done a DEXA scan um, quite a few times, which has been proven to be quite accurate, but but still there's a lot of things that could you know, especially you drink a little, bit, a little bit more water that could mess up your results. But, you know, body scans, like those types of in-body things that a lot of people have at the gym, you know, 
they don't actually measure your body fat. They predict how much body fat you have. So, you know, when it comes down to it, even like the machine uses formulas and equations to predict how your body's composed of fat, muscle, water, and we can definitely um, just realize that there's a lot of like room for error right and a lot of times the predictions aren't going to be 100 percent accurate so the thing is like too many people get caught up on that number like you know even just i, I was reading something they were saying please do not take the number on your scan as gospel and like that's you know that's that's all they'll care about that's all they'll focus on so i do believe there's a lot of other better measurement tools that are more accurate such as measurements such as photos you know i do believe weekly weigh-ins definitely gives you a better picture long term once again not weekly uh, or sorry not daily that's where a lot of people go wrong but you know, once again, if you do use these things and it's consistent and you always have access to it at the same time and, you know, you like it and it's like accurate to itself and you want to use that, cool. But I do believe that a lot of times there's like, you know, room for error. You know, for me personally, if I had the day before I had a bit more sodium, you know, had some Thai food the night before and, you know, a little bit extra water with that and maybe, you know, one drink or whatever. And you go in and you use, use these things and think that's going to tell you everything fully accurate. You know, you got another thing coming there and you're going to be probably disappointed. So once again, it's cool if you like it and if it helps you out, but at the same time, realizing that it's more of a prediction and it's not going to be hundred percent accurate. Yeah, Kyle knocked this one out of the park. So we'll pretty much leave it there. And that's why we look at a multitude of different factors to track progress. Like that's what's most important here. Don't just take one thing as everything. And those in particular can get really messed up by a whole ton of factors. You know, even as a personal trainer, you have access to these and you can manipulate them a million different ways from an activities level, putting the wrong height, all these things. Even we had a little machine we used to use uh, for one of our summer shred series. And we just said it's another tool, but like we didn't put too much stock in it. And yeah, you can chug a bunch of water, wear your shoes one time, and this can change you by like three, 4%, which is not accurate at all, right? So it's just good, you know, to use these tools to have different things. And why not? If it's more data, go ahead do it but also do your measurements take your photos you know look at your weight do all these great things and you'll make sure you're in a good place so next question is i love barbell squats but it doesn't seem to cooperate with my back these days what are some variations you would recommend so you know kind of the first thing i like to recommend for people is first and foremost you know have someone look at your form time and time again my clients are like oh you know what do you think i'm getting a weird pain i'm like send me a video and i'm like boom 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 make a few changes we're good to go and that's another beautiful benefit of coaching right is unlimited form checks and you know that's what's amazing amazing especially with online is you don't have to go see someone for an hour pay 110 dollars. you have your coach with you all the time take a quick video boom you can get that feedback you can get the feedback on the food all these great things and that's why people all the time say you know what's better personal trainer online coaching and i can confidently say i've done both online coaching a million percent because the other drawback with personal training where people go wrong is are you going to have someone train you for the rest of your life? Do you want to pay someone to be there for you for every workout? Like it's better to learn to do it yourself, but still have access to the help you need to see that change and get those results by way of having a coach. And it just goes such a long way. And like more often than not, like, you know, nine out of 10 people are going to be totally fine. Maybe even 99 of a hundred people doing compound movements. I know some people, it just doesn't agree. Their leverages are tough or they've had prior injuries and that's totally fine. And that's where we'll come in with the subs. But the goal should be to get to a point where you can do that. And so much goes into squatting, hip mobility, ankle mobility, femur positioning, um, you know, even posturing, learning actually how to sit back, not kind of draw forward. All these different things feed into squats. And that's why it is a tough movement. But with practice, you can improve it, right? And if you're hurting your back, most people are doing this because they're not using their abs at all. They're hinging forward and they're completely good morning it with their back, whether they know it or not, especially, you know, if you're too far on your toes, you're really far forward, it's going to cause you to heave up. It's going to cause a lot of tension. The weight's going to be pushing down 
and people aren't getting tight under the bar. You know, I see that time and time again. They actually don't know how to brace. They don't know how to draw back. Like, so, you know, first and foremost, before you just go subbing a million things, it's better to learn to do them right because exercises have benefits. And like, you know, even one of my favorite subs to this is a dumbbell squat because you can do a goblet squat. That's fantastic. You can do dumbbell front squats. These are great movements, but they're not a barbell squat. I can't squat the same with dumbbells because it's very hard for me to support them. Your grip gives out. Usually when I use personal train clients, I'd P them up to PT them up to about 40 to 60 pound goblet squats. And then I'd have to say, okay, we need to go to the barbell because people wouldn't be able to grip it, like grip it, right? Your legs are way stronger than your little forearms. It doesn't make sense just to go ahead and make these variations. And that's why it's good to learn to do things right. Um, but I know Kyle has some amazing subs you can do in the meantime to make sure you feel no pain. You know, before we uh, get into the subs, like, uh, man, I'm really glad you brought that up. Even, you know, one of my clients, uh, Victor, he had sent me, you know, his squat video the other day. And, you know, I realized, hey, we got to go a little bit lower, right? So, you know, that's once again, one of the amazing benefits is, uh, you know, a lot of times personal trainers are up to $100 an hour, you know, will literally assess your form online and just include into the package, which is awesome. But we established we need to go a bit lower, right? You know, work on some more hip mobility, you know, the, the positioning is great, but we got to just, you know, open up those hips a bit more. But even he actually sent um, his dumbbell lateral raise and I realized, you know, he was shrugging up a bit. He said he feels it too much in his traps. And I have a message here saying, you know, I just tried doing it without the the traps. And now, um, you know, basically my body wanted to, you know, shrug, but I fought it. uh, And I'm starting to feel it more in my lateral head. And this is why we need a coach. And I'm like, man, that's a message I like to see because a lot of times we make all these substitutions. Imagine you just said, hey, you know what? I'm never going to do lateral raises again. I don't feel it where I'm supposed to be feeling it. It's only in the traps. You know, this movement's not meant for me and I think a lot of times even when it comes to the squats that's what people do right everyone says you got to go ATG, you know, you got to go as low as you can to the ground. So your, your, your back ends up rounding and you end up just getting this butt wink and stuff because you listen to something online or because you saw someone else doing it. And it ends up just not cooperating. Even myself, you know, before I was bracing, um, I used to get some crazy back pain, like just getting as tight as possible. Like I'd be doing 300 plus pounds on the squat, but I wasn't actually, you know, keeping everything as tight as possible. And that was bothering my back. So a lot of times there are ways to do, uh, to, to work around it. And uh, I'm really glad Josh brought that up. But yeah, definitely, you know, nothing wrong with like having variations. Even I do believe having variations helps you get stronger at the movement. So if we're looking to get stronger with the barbell squat, we can add in different things, you know, pause squats and stuff like that, like different ways to break down the movement. But, you know, some things that will be typically in a routine for us would be you know, a front squat, amazing, you know, definitely got to get your wrist mobility, shoulder mobility. That's another problem for another day, but an amazing movement that I think definitely translates over it super, super well. Bulgarian split squats or regular split squats, just like a Bulgarian, your foot's lifted, a regular, you're just going up and down with, uh, you know, dumbbells or barbell or whatever, and your foot's not elevated. Um, you know, hack squats, we love programming them. We love doing them after barbell squats because they absolutely burn the, uh, burn the quads, uh, goblet squats, like Josh was mentioning, and then definitely landmine squats squats, very underrated, but a great variation. So yeah, I think any good routine will have like different ways to kind of target that squat motion. Um, but at the same time, I do believe that barbell squats, like if you can find a way to, you know, kind of work on it, like they just, you can't, you can't fake a barbell squat. Like they're just such an incredible movement. I do think a lot of times that people just really need to work on their form. They need an expert to look at it. And we, you know, it's, it's a very, 
it's a very complicated movement where there's a lot of things going on. Core's got to be tight. Feet have to be in the right position. You know, you got to be holding the bar right. And even if you do want to watch our YouTube video um, to help you with your squat, we do have one um, and we can link that as well. Uh, Colossus Fitness uh, barbell squat and we'll take care of you there. But uh, yeah, that's all I got for that question. Even a barbell squat, um, box squat will be really good because that helps you pause and explode out of the movement as well.